This is Slashers, your new favorite podcast about your new favorite horror media. My name is Aid, and today is our very special Halloween episode because we have Austin from Frightmares Podcast, Micah from Damn That Scary Podcast, and Doug from Slashers Podcast joining us. Oh, and look at our <laughs> boo-boo, our Jakey Poo is now trying to slide his way on into our recording. So we'll just wait on Jake, but until then... I want my boys to say hello to the mutant goons from beyond. Oh, I'm interrupted. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, you what know, they happened? say companies like fish, they're nice for a little bit, but after a while, disappear. <laughs> after a while, it stinks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I don't know what the fuck happened. Maybe, uh. Say a few syllables, Aid. You could tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish, is what I always (laughs) say. I was just mouthing the words, what the fuck? I wasn't really saying it, but what the fuck? (laughs) All right, should we start over? Yeah, Yeah, let's let's do that. (laughs) This is Slasher, is your new favorite. <clears throat> Jake, Doug, I'm just, boot him I'm, off. You asked me to get ready. I'm just limbering up my vocal cords. He's got to oh, do yeah. the out of heat, out of hood, out of hood, out of high. You got to do your vocal. Uh, <laughs> your your me, vocal me, 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 uh, Okay. What's that? Uh, lemon face, lion face. You ever do that? No. You want to play Zip Zap Zop to get us started, get us loose, a little improv Zip Zap Zop. Oh, because you love your improv. No, I can't do Or there's Zoom Schwartz Perfigliano. You want to do that? I can fuck your day up with some of that stuff. I don't know what that means. <laughs> this is Slashers, your new favorite podcast about your new favorite horror media. My name is Aid, and today is a very special Halloween episode of Slashers Podcast, because today I'm being joined by Austin from Frightmares Podcast, by Micah from Damn That Scary Podcast, and my beloved Doug and Jakey Pooh. Boys, say hello to the mutant goons from beyond. Hey, all you mutant goons from beyond. I hope you're enjoying your candy with razor blades and fentanyl stuffed in there. Aid introduced me as Micah, but Micah is my slave name. For now on, I want to be known as Billy Eilish. I have nothing clever to say. Just call me Austin. Call me the guy who's the naysayer on this episode and gracefully tried to bow out several times, but is here against my will. I think I might have a tort cause of hexa for false imprisonment. My name is Jake. Hello, Jake. How's ah. it going? Oh, oh, fantastic. How's everyone doing? Live Good. and limber. Work from home is done. You know, time to go sniff the roses and uh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Look at us. Three podcasts getting along, hanging out, just just smelling each other, looking at each other deep into our souls, just having ourselves a good time. And what are we talking about today, guys? Okay, so today our episode is on Hellraiser, the new Hellraiser from Hulu and Terrifier 2. However, I wanted to just kind of touch on at the beginning on Halloween ends because, well, Jake, have you seen it yet? No. Why would I see it? It looks so stupid. (laughs) Oh, it's a it's, Halloween movie. It's horrible, but that's that's not the point. Halloween. The ends, reason it's talk- stupid is because of like, you know, and I, I watched the Red Letter Media review because uh, usually there's a lot of overlap in my feelings. But if you're going to cop out, don't. 
Like, that's my biggest issue with Halloween 4 is that by 5, it's a cop-out. It's like the exact same thing. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not here for it. Sorry. Well, what, what I, can, Honestly, I can definitely say. Your, your contact lenses are very intimidating. I felt that's like I was so being funny. very judged. Did anybody else feel that way? Slightly. I can't wait to wear these on actual Halloween and scare the shit out of the kids. I'm so excited. Anyways, go ahead. No, I was going to say we all shared our disappointment because me, Yahira, Aid, and Micah, we all watched this in our living room here. And we all had the same exact face. Like, what the fuck? We could have went to Lemmy's Bar again. We could have done so much other things. But that was two hours of wasting my goddamn time. That's what I really think it was. <laughs> we could have stayed in a eight by eight foot room singing bye 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 to each other for the for the next two hours, hanging out with the fucking Yakuza <laughs> than watching this movie. Yeah, Party Halloween time. Kills was absolutely fucking terrible. You take everything that they were building up to from 2018 Halloween Kills, where Michael Myers ran heat on an entire fucking town with only a few hope spots, and then at the end comes back fucking shoots everyone off the ropes big boot drop kick big finish boom kills Lori strode's daughter and then you get halloween ends where he's living in a sewer down by the river like as a fucking recluse and he gets spine bustered by Corey, who gives a fuck and his mask taken from him like what what the dead moose's last shit was that about it's like Michael Myers lost all of his steam, all of his will to kill. I, I don't understand everything that's leading up to the whole fact that, like, all he cared about was his sister's window. That whole storyline was gone. Doug, I know that was big for you, man. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Like, in Halloween Kills, I, I admittedly, I didn't like Halloween Kills, but after Halloween ends, Halloween Kills is like a... Ooh, a nut fanning. It's, it's Citizen fucking Kane compared to Halloween ends. Well, what gets me pissed off, and, and like I said, this is a trilogy. You obviously meant to do something for your last, you know, your last hurrah. Finish a it off. your story. Yeah. And, yeah. and and here's the thing. It's like you made almost like a big plot point of Halloween kills looking out the fucking window. I thought it was going to be like some, some silver shamrock stuff out yes. the window. But no, they don't even lead to it. In fact, a lot of the stuff, it's like, why was he killing all these people and building all this up for the next movie to be four years later? And Laurie Strode is making fucking pumpkin pies and, and cooking like <laughs> Martha Stewart. <laughs> talking about her tits. She's like, and you get the tits or she said something about her tits. And oh, just you find awesome love up. like that? You just want to rip your tits out and fuck everybody? And I'm like, no, this isn't my Laurie Strode. No, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, this makes the, the, the Halloween 2018 one stupid because you had three babysitters killed and she has a whole house with fire and guns and she has you know bar barbed wire everywhere and then in this one your daughter fucking dies a whole town gets massacred and you're making pies four years later get the fuck out of here you're living like fucking grandma at this point after 35 fucking years of prepping for michael myers return and you know he's back and then yeah you're gonna be living like you're in the fucking uh, a full house sitcom I don't know what they were thinking because David Gordon Green, you know, that douchebag. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. You're obviously being antagonistic because you're going to say, oh, well, he told that one guy who played Corey. He's like, oh, before we film the movie, I hope, you know, uh, everyone's going to hate this movie. So why the fuck make it? He obviously wanted this response and he got what he wanted. Now, I know Austin likes it. Tell us why you liked it or okay. you were OK I, with it. I liked it in the sense of like. It was like Halloween three season of the witch. It really had nothing to do with the first two, but Halloween three season of the witch was John Carpenter starting to do an anthology. Like he wanted to do anthology movies after the second one and three bombs so bad, they scrapped it and brought Michael Myers back. 
I don't know. Like I enjoyed it for what it was, but it shouldn't have been. It should have been its own movie. You know what I mean? It shouldn't have been the trilogy, the ending to a trilogy where you built everything up. Kills took place right after Halloween. And then, yeah, we're four <laughs> years later. She was prepped for 35 years waiting. And then he goes away. And then it's been four years. And she's like, no, everything's okay. So the story just was not cohesive yeah. enough for me at all. It just really didn't make any sense. But I enjoyed it for what it was. I just, I liked it more than Kills. I was not a fan of Kills at all. And we're talking like marginally better than kills for me, like like half star better. I just I just wanted something better than kills, and that's what I got. But it's it's like not a good movie by any means, but I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? It's hard to explain. Like I don't think it's the greatest one. I don't think it's the worst one. I just it did what I wanted essentially, except for Corey's whole focal point that made no sense to me. Why are we bringing this guy in at the third act to focus on him and his story with Michael Myers, who's apparently. Yeah. It almost felt like the rise of Skywalker where it's like, oh, we just need a villain now. She's a Palpatine. Like, what the fuck? That made no sense. So, well, yeah, here's I, the thing. Like you said, you you build up fucking Corey Cunningham, obviously, because you think they're going to make more sequels and then you kill him. So yeah. get, we wasted an hour and 20 goddamn minutes on this shit. Just to, I don't know. I'm pissed. Oh yeah, my god, I mean, all no that sense. build up. Yes, exactly. All that build up. Like you introduce this new character. 45 years of fucking storytelling, whatever. Hey, great fucking idea. Let's have a cold opener where it's like fucking home alone and then focus on this douchebag. Which by the way, this fucking cuck got bullied by the goddamn band geeks. Oh, I know. He's bullied by high school. How like what is he like in his twenties, right? He's supposed He's to be 22. Is they're like surrounded by high old. school kids. Fucking pull their pants over their head and throw them in the river. What the fuck, man? But they're like but, band geek TikTokers. Yeah. Someone had a mullet. Yeah, you're you're a school teacher. Are 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 the band kids cool now? I love all my kids, but the band the band kids are not the band kids of our day. They're a little bit okay. more. They're more hardcore. Like they run. They're the they're more pretentious. They're very pretentious. A lot of them, and That's they have their this weapon like, is this shit right here, and not actual fucking muscles. Whatever. I'm not even. I can't Stuff say it because the the kids listen to the show them. now, so I don't want to. I don't want to make a thing out of this. Well, I, love, I mean, what do they do? I love they, all of you. <laughs> they, they cyber bully, like mostly. Is that what they do, or do they no, do like? Oh, no, before I bang just, these these snare drums, I'm going to do lines of coke. And, it's you know, just their like, behavior. They're just very. Because remember back in the day, like band geeks were geeks, but they were nice and they were cute and they were like all oh, very sweet and shit. Like they're right, not shoving, like shoving shoving flutes up their pussies and shit. Well, when I went to high school, they were all like My bologna God. and cheese sandwiches and and look like uh, Peter Griffin. So. Well, yeah, and and some of them still do, but I mean, for the most part they're not as they're they're not the are the band geeks of yesteryear but the ones in the movie looked like the band geeks of yesteryear but did not behave as such and for me I just think that you know you're to have these things in the movie like there's so many parts of the film that just and this is the last thing we're gonna say about it because I'm done with this fucking movie because I was so offended and I can't talk about it anymore I'm gonna have a heart attack the last thing I want to say about it is that like all of the scenes with the kills and everybody like you know when did Haddonfield come from this like hick place to these big gorgeous homes like it's from called the beginning gentrification. okay so we've been gentrified in four fucking years and michael myers is in the goddamn sewer but we still got the homeless people under the bridge like I, it doesn't make any sense to me it's the last thing i'm gonna say about it i got one thing to say me too okay. all right fine doug <laughs> i will allow you one fact micah i have to shush you I can relate to Halloween ends. I can relate to Halloween ends. You know, in the beginning shot when it's like, this is the town of Haddonfield now. And some old lady is hung herself from a tree with like 
chords. That was me after the movie. <laughs> oh my God. Like we were also, we paused the movie an hour and 15 minutes and Doug paused it. And he's like, nothing fucking happens yet. It's yeah, we, we paused 15 it. minutes and we're following this, this double C here. Okay, well, right. I check. I'm like, did I press the right button on Peacock? No, Doug, like, are we watching the correct film? Like what is happening? Can I just say that it was rad as fuck that we got to hear the cramps? I don't remember that. Uh, the DJ scene where Darcy the male girl gets killed and uh, DJ who gives a fuck gets his uh, tongue snipped off. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, Teenage Werewolf cool. was playing. That was pretty fucking cool. I love the cramps. Cramps are spooky. It's I do too. Time. Go fuck yourself. But do you like CGI tongues spinning around on record players? Dude, <laughs> that was so lame. I did like the opening though. I was very, very happy with the opening when that kid just busted ass right down the stairwell and i was like oh this might actually be good and then the rest of it just kind of went down dude that cold opener was yeah. cool like like you said pretty like cool. if it was for a different fucking movie right My idea of a halloween cold opener is michael coming back into town michael fist fucking somebody to death not fucking uh big boot third balcony boom kid goes splat fuck you macaulay calkin uh, uh, you're dead forever go fuck yourself <laughs> That's not a Halloween cold opener to me, man. Yeah, it's not. It was cool, but it, yeah, it just it didn't really fit with the entire theme of Halloween. Adrian said we were done with this. <laughs> She's okay, got sorry. the eyes of Satan staring into no. my soul. Nothing. I know. Yeah. Piercing oh, right through I know. Me. I'm looking at Micah, but I don't know where I am in the screen. So <laughs> yeah. whenever you see me giving a look of death, it's towards Micah. Just please remember that. <laughs> Mrs. San Diego. Oh, anyway, that's not how you say my name. Anyways, mm. so. Say my name, say my name. I mean, you know what? I will. I will say the one thing I loved about Halloween Ends was watching it with all of you. So, oh, that was yes. great. That was that was fun. Now, is this was... before or after the Yakuza? <laughs> this was that wasn't this after the Yakuza? Oh yeah, I, I think they're haunting. I've been having like a black SUV pull up every now and then. Okay. Me and Yahira thought about this. A, a random random thought, but for that whole Yakuza night, it was just called Karaoke Cafe. And the weirdest thing, I kept thinking about it when we left that place. Remember they put they closed the doors and we were the only ones in there. Why the fuck would they close it off if we're the only ones in there? Because they were going to sell us to the yakuza or whatever. I don't know. Thank yeah. God we left when we did. Wake up Thank God we didn't drink ice. anything. Could you imagine if we drank something? We'd be dead. We'd be yeah, that like ice. Hostel. Yeah, they were like presenting the ice. They're like, here you go, have some fresh ice. It's... It'd be like the Japanese hostel. Anyways, that was a lot. That was a fun trip though. Regardless. Okay, so back to the episode. Because this is a Halloween episode, we tried to dress up a little bit. I mean, so when you guys see the video, hopefully it's not too disappointing. But the first movie I wanted to get into, because we had a lot of good horror that came out. but one I'm that we dressed lost. up like a cracker. I'm wearing this, so that counts. Doug's booty has Michael Myers on it. Jake is dressed like a curmudgeon working man. That's the scariest costume. Oh, were we dressing up? Shit. I Hello, I am a businessman. It was in the text message. <laughs> and then obviously Micah is dressed like he knows he wants to suck and fuck in that order. <laughs> Near dark. Yeah, so deep cuts out there. Did anyone know your costume when you ah. were walking around Reno? No, okay. no, nobody knew. Uh, nobody knows Near Dark. Somebody was like, oh, hey, maggots, huh? And I'm like, oh, me. oh they thought sure. you're lost boys i'm like uh, sure why not i uh, did, yeah did i mention that i met jason patrick and he sniffed my hair this weekend so regular old joe biden he is it was joe biden costume or but more uh, more importantly how did he smell 
Oh, he smelled great. And he's like, would you like me to remove my glasses? I'm like, no, you can leave them on. Yeah, that's nice. It's like, <laughs> I love him in, uh, absolutely love him in Speed too. Well, you know what? He had Speed 2 pictures that he, he could sign with Sandra Bullock in them. And I'm like, no. Oh, you know what? This is the one I got. And yes, Austin, we love the, the Michael mask. That's so sweet. Yeah, Very that's good. Michelle Myers. I like it. But this is the picture I got and he signed it. And he said, Never grow old. Aww. Is that I'm speed like, too? <laughs> cruise control to you, Doug. Okay. Eight, if you hold on to that long enough, maybe you'll bump into Corey Haynes somewhere and he could have finished Oh, the <laughs> don't say that. Oh I know, my god, I know. bless his Holly, heart. That's Hollywood that's why I picked this one because Dan was giving me shit that I picked this one. And I go, No, I said because Corey Haim is in it. That's why I got this one. So we're going to talk about Hellraiser first, the remake, because I know there were a lot of mixed feelings about it. And the room is going to be very divided. Jake hasn't seen it yet, but I don't I think did. Jake, you did see yeah. it. I watched it for this episode, but then it was the Terrifier one I didn't like. It's just a fine example of a movie that exists. That's okay. literally all I can say about it at this point. Okay, well, we'll go around the room and sing Kumbaya about this film. But I was actually really looking forward to it because I feel like we never get a Hellraiser reboot sequel that is worth a damn since the Hellbound Heart. So, or part what? two, right? Is that Hellbound Heart? Part two? Is- Hel- Hel- I like uh, Hellraiser Hel- 3, so... Yeah, Hellbound Hellraiser 2. I haven't seen three or any of the subsequent ones. There's like 10, apparently, or something like that. Like, Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen them all back in the early 2000s, so I don't remember all of them. Part three isn't bad, because part three has fun Cenobites. Okay. Uh, yeah, like the has, CD guy. Yeah, yeah see, mm-hmm. the cd bite. Oh, I've heard of him. Okay, he's from three. I've heard of him and seen pictures of him before. Yeah, uh, you I, should watch them, Austin. I think you would like them. But I might um, be the only one that truly enjoys every single one of the Hellraisers. Recently, I just watched Revelations for my co-host's birthday, Greg. He was like, hey, watch Revelations with me. And I, I watched uh, Revelations, and I'm like, God damn, this is actually kind of fun. Is that like, the most recent one? That's no, the one where he's taking was... a shit on the cover. Uh, and <laughs> not Doug Bradley, but also doesn't have boobs. And not he's, Doug Bradley. Uh, yes, he's okay. the fat pinhead one. Yeah, he's the uh, chubby guy. It's, the, it's the great the value one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great value pinhead. The one that was before Judgment, Paul Stevenson, okay. uh, who I think did a good job at playing pinhead because Paul Steve- Stevenson is a theater actor. The pinhead they got for this one, I feel, was just like maybe the director's cousin or some shit. I actually enjoy all the Hellraisers. I think they're fun. They're a lot of fun. Hellworld. That's fun as shit. It's fun. Deader. That's a good time. Inferno. I love it. Fucking, uh, which one am I missing here? What's the one with uh, the brother from Nightbreed? Because that one was good too. Dead uh, and loving it. That, yeah, there you go. With Leslie Nielsen played Pinhead in that one. I like all the fucking Hellraisers. I'm a sucker for them. Like, yeah, clearly it's a movie where like somebody wrote this movie as a regular standalone horror film and the studio was like, hey, we like it, but you know it'd be really cool? Put the box in it. We'll throw some Cenobites in it at the end. Bingo, bango, whammo, flammo. You got yourself a Hellraiser movie, my friend. Yeah, all those lost scripts that never got made. Just just throw Pinhead in it. Throw Pinhead in it. You got yourselves a fucking movie. Blam. Right God. in your face. This new Hellraiser, it's being billed as a reboot. And I was really hoping that this would have been like another story of the box. Kind of like the way the 2013 Evil Dead was, where it's Bruce and... Uh, Raimi came out and said this is not a reboot this is another evil dead story I was hoping this was the case but it's coming out now that no 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 this was actually meant the intention was with David Bruckner and the studio is that they were 
completely rebooting Hellraiser. I, I, I read a theory that maybe Kirstie Cotton was actually Pinhead in this. That's why uh, we had a uh, Pinhead, which I thought would have been really cool, but I don't know how I feel about it being just a straight up reboot. There's nothing that's dissociative enough in it from the original to merit it being a reboot. Yeah, it's not exactly. different enough. If you're yeah. going to reboot it, like have some fucking balls because you added a couple of story elements where it's like, oh, well, you got to that. That's no different than Candyman versus the Candyman remake. And it's a remake, not a reboot. And I think yeah. that that's the conflation here. When they build this movie, it was supposed to be they were saying this is a lot like Hellbound Heart. The, the novelization of Hellraiser and that's not the case at all all the characters completely out the window we didn't have the engineer in it that was the one thing I was I was missing where the engineer played such a prominent part in the novel Hellbound Heart and yeah it made a couple of it was the scorpion looking thing in the movie I was hoping we would have had that I would have hope, hoping that we would have had more backstory on Leviathan we didn't get any of that all we got was a bunch of Gen Z's running around looking uh crusty as shit yeah I'm also a drug addict like the drug addict from the evil dead reboot except i'm not anywhere near as likable actually she's pretty gross she picks up like was it ecstasy pills from the sewer like she throws it down she's like yeah fuck it i need it and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's, that's gross she's her pills for that she's addicted to or whatever yeah and she drops them she's like i'm done with these and then she's like no nah, just kidding i'm so, getting them well i actually around. you're like Great. That's a great idea. Yeah, this 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 girl in this movie, I mean, it smelled like a bologna and cheese. I mean, if this is like the crust punk that you're, we're going to get, I'm like, man, and they're having sex. I can only imagine what that room smells like. Oh, oh. well, uh, you know, it's a shame because that guy was really cute. But and she treated him like shit. But well, well he I guess deserved he was, it because he turns yeah. out to be a poop face. Uh, no, I think he I think he I think he liked her, though. I think that it. he was trying to deter her from it. And honestly, after Okay, I see what they did with it. I see that they kind of like wanted to emulate Christy, especially Kirsty with her hair. Did you notice that? Yeah. Or is it just me? No. So no, they're no. they were trying to emulate Kirsty there, uh, but I think they're trying to make it more relevant. I do like that they had the brother and his boyfriend in there, only because I feel like I feel like Clive Barker probably didn't have as many as like he has homoerotic moments, but he doesn't really have gay couples in the films or in his stories, or maybe he had them in the stories, but not in the films from back okay, in the day. Okay, because... real quick, those two gays in that movie, way too vanilla for Clive Barker. Oh my God. That's not the point. I'm glad that they out. added that element. Okay. I'm glad, but I'm glad that they added that element because I feel like, okay, this is, this is true to form. Like, you know, who doesn't have gay friends now? Like, so I, I think with this one, I feel like they wanted to kind of connect to a newer generation. So I understand why they have these specific characters in there. But I, I remember Micah right away saying, I hate the way these fucking kids dress now. Cause she's wearing like <laughs> these, she's wearing this ugly fucking oversized shirt, these oversized shorts. I mean, she, she's not a bad looking girl. Like, why are you dressed like a nine-year-old boy? I don't understand, but that's the fucking style. You go downtown. If I went downstairs right now, all the girls are wearing the same thing. Like, that's not cute. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't understand what that is. Like, I, it's, it's not it's not even trying to be androgynous. I don't know what that Adrian, is. Adrian, I did not like a single one of these fucking characters. And where the fuck? Okay, so now who who's the Uncle Frank of this movie? There Would is be, no Uncle Frank. Gor, no, is Goran it, Vizhnik. Is it, is it Vox? It's Goran, no, it's Goran Vizhnik. 
Which oh yeah, it's, it's the guy at the beginning who set everything in motion because he's in the. Are we doing spoilers, by the way? Yeah, yeah we're yeah. doing spoilers. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It. yeah, he's the guy that comes back around at the end who's working with uh, the chick's boyfriend and luring all the Uncle kids Frank. there. That's that's the uh, right. Am I correct? In yeah, saying? yeah. I would. I whatever his name that. is. Yeah, whatever his name Gor- is. It's Gordon Vishnik has nobody seen Practical Magic. Like, what is wrong with all of oh, you? Shit. Anyway. Oh, shit, okay. I knew like- I recognized him from something. Stop. I can't, well, he's in a lot of things, but well, that's what that, I that's, My wife shows me that. You know, she makes me watch it every year because <laughs> oh. she loves it, and I'm starting to love it as well, but that's where I know him from. It is a good movie. Just- oh, we should do a Practical Magic episode. <laughs> anyway, it's going on. It I will one. not be on that one. All right. <laughs> Never heard of it. So now back to uh, b- back to this guy Vought, who's I guess our a- antagonist of the film. Now I did like this aspect of the movie is that there's different configurations. Not to say that it's it's, it's one box, but it changes every time you solve it. The one thing I didn't like about that was I, I did like that when you solved it, it was like a different, it would take a different shape and it meant something different. I did like that it had that little pop-up like ka-ching knife thing that stabbed you. I thought that was a pretty rad gag. I didn't like how fucking easy it was to solve it because the thing about solving the puzzle box, it, it was never like on... Uh, by the way, I have fangs in right now, and I feel like I'm in Fright Night. Like, Master will kill you for this slowly. <laughs> oh, slow, so slowly. But, like, it's it's how fucking easy it was to solve the puzzle box. Because it's supposed to be desire that solves it. And you're going to tell me that every fucking person, like, that gets their hands on it accidentally solved it. Let me let me tell you this. I'm just grateful that she wasn't autistic and then suddenly really good at puzzles. Because that's what... <laughs> Hollywood does. It's like, oh, autism's a superpower. Did you know that? So he could do puzzles or whatever. Hey, man, oh, they they did like that in Hellraiser Predator 2. Movie. Yeah, Hellraiser, Hellraiser 2. 2. But the thing is, is what was different from this one, I think, than all the others. Well, with the exception, I guess, of two, because she solves it, but they're like, oh, it's not hands that summon us. It's it's desire. That Goran Vishnik's character is basically recruiting, getting people to solve it every time and sacrificing them so that he could get to the end, right? And so that's a little different than what we're used to because usually, and, and we were cheated out of at the beginning because I feel like what was so great about the first Hellraiser is at the very beginning, it's like false to the wall gore. Like basically oh, yeah. Frank gets ripped to shreds and we don't have that with this one. I mean, you see the poor guy getting strung up and you hear him screaming, which I think is a beautiful element in and of itself. Like I, you know, with Hellraiser, there's a lot of beautiful I guess visuals that you see throughout the film, like even when even when Frank's being torn apart or the end, the Jesus wept, like there's yeah. all of these gorgeous images, right? That you have, you don't, you, you sort of have that with this one, but it's different. It's totally, it's different. The colors the, are different. It's too dark. Moves, I don't know, which I liked. Yeah, there were just yeah, there's a lot of cool. really pretty visuals here that are not reminiscent of the first hellraiser yeah going off what you said here now this is my exact breakdown of this here and why i think the original hellraiser is like it doesn't hold a candle to that because the original hellraiser it's an hour and 20 something minutes yeah besides the cenobites whenever they come on it's like fucking scary like the whole root the peel the paint peels off the fucking walls it's terrifying and they're not even in the movie that much but you get uncle frank who's terrifying in itself you get fucking julie who's evil you know you get all these characters yeah julia you know all these characters and then the cenobites are like the icing on the cake i feel like this one is the cenobites and everything else is just flat air the other thing too is that they made the the cenobites looked really cool 
but they made a, the whole thing where at the end of the movie, the, the beginning of the third act where they're trapped outside of the, the house and they're just kind of standing there staring. It kind of lost me a little bit there uh, with the uh, the whole um just the feeling that the Cenobites could show up whenever they fuck they want. And the fact that they were like just standing outside of the house staring, I thought was kind of weak. And how uh, the fuck are you going to kill Chatterer? Is that the one that got stuck? Cause one of them got stuck in the, in the gate oh, the, or something. The, yeah. The silent yeah. Hill monster. What yeah. Okay. Well, here's another thing kind of off topic, but I don't know about you guys. I have an OLED TV and I put the settings up to vivid as bright as I could. This movie's too fucking dark. I couldn't even see what was going on half the time. It was very dark. Yeah. Yeah. And not dark in like a cool way, like a high contrast, no, like silhouetted a, Mike yeah. Mignola art style. It was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, the the, the DP, the director of photography, said, let's go ahead and change this real dark so no one can see it. It's scary. Did somebody say something about DPs? Oh, DPs, yes, you're coming every orifice. Oh, you probably got the come on the God. keyboards and didn't change the contrast <laughs> brightness. <laughs> Wrangling all of you back in, Austin. Did you like Hellraiser? Because I know you're a little quiet. I'm sorry. We talk a lot. No, so no you're fine. Jump right uh, in when you need to. I'm pretty much in the minority, and I know this for a fact. Uh, on this one, it's probably due to the fact that I am a sucker for David Bruckner. Uh, so am I, love, I, man. Yeah, so I love I. all I his love, work. I love that fucking dude. Yeah, Ritual, his segments in VHS and Southbound. Like it's it's yeah. he's so he's so so well versed in horror, and I really appreciated the cinematography, even though it was pretty dark. I didn't, I didn't really have a trouble seeing it, but it was dark as shit. Um, yeah. I also loved the score that was behind everything. And correct me if I'm wrong, but in the original, because it's been a little bit since I've seen the original Hellraiser, they don't really explain the different configurations and each step to get to the final no. thing, right? Correct. See, that's what I liked about this one a lot is they break it down. There's this whole fucking book. I felt break it was it a little convenient that there was just a book lying around with everything. But they break it down the configuration that you have to get whoever holds the last configuration gets one of the uh, desires or whatever. And I really enjoyed seeing that because they didn't really explain that much in the original. And now I don't really like the characters that much. Like I didn't really connect with anybody, but I also was kind of rooting for them at the same time. I was you see, okay, I don't know. It was weird. I, I wanted I wanted, you know, the girl to get her brother back. I was like, I want you to like, you know get your character art going, get your brother back. And in the original, I was like, I, am I supposed to care about Julia? Because I don't. Ju no, it was Kirsty. Julia was evil. Julia yeah. Oh, okay. oh my God. I, but I loved Julia. I, see, I, 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 I did not like her at all. She's bringing guys there to like, so she's uh, cheating on her husband with her, his brother. And I don't know. I just, I did not care about that relationship. It she is a brain. woman of the eighties. Okay. Julia was in a sexless, <laughs> a sexless, a sexless, boring marriage. She got that good dick from Frank. It would do anything like, for him. You know and what? She got that flat top. You can't ignore oh, the good dick. That. So you gotta go back to it, but anyways, it doesn't no, no, matter. No, she was dickmatized. <laughs> well, and All right, now Austin, you said that you didn't care for the character. You say you did. You were rooting for the characters, right? So because yeah, I didn't really like them, and I didn't really I connect with them. Dude, but I, I was, I was rooting for them at the same time. You know what like, I mean? Like it was everything, weird. dude. Everything from their style, how they talked, the fact that uh, I didn't give a shit about her brother because we all know homosexuality is a sin. So I just and I, a I choice just, at that. I mean, bingo, really, bingo, bingo. Jake gets it. There's some DeSantis <laughs> for you. So, oh I my just, god, I didn't 
feel anything for these characters. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I know, I know that's a big gripe with uh, everyone that I've talked to about it, is they just didn't give a shit about the characters. I don't I don't know if that was intentional, if that's what Bruckner was going for. If, it, know, if it is, it's a it, weird move. See, uh, well, here's the thing. Like, I didn't even think about the characters. I'm like, w- at the end when she's like, I don't, I saw your gifts and I don't want your gifts yeah, yeah it's yeah. like it's like really like you're gonna go back to you want life to go back to regular go back to your shitty hellhole apartment and go back to a nine to five no i'd rather be skinned alive and be some sort of demigod and the other thing about that yeah. too is how the fuck are you gonna explain that to the goddamn police oh yeah you all that all that chaos left behind yeah you got a fistful of dead bodies and you're gonna be like oh yeah these fucking uh sex demons showed up and just chained everybody it got shatter or died but i did like the fact that they were able to use them as sacrifices because i thought centibites were off limits that was and she's i did not like that oh see i was like oh i didn't expect them to be able to use the centibites against them i was like that's kind of weird but i guess it's something i didn't expect so yeah. i don't mind it because they started off as people like if you go yeah. by hellraiser 2 rules oh, he, yeah. he is uh, a yeah. dude so that's true yeah. yeah 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 that makes sense okay yeah. and i just that's... quoted kel from keenan and kel oh i met he's ken story this week he's too. a dude we're all dudes. <laughs> they're all dudes. Uh, see, if I was stoned or something and the Cenobites, like, they're like, what is your desire? It's like, well, actually, can I have an unlimited amount of uh, coupons for Cinnabon, yeah. please? He just <laughs> like, wants that hot dog he had earlier. <laughs> I would love That's what they should have done. Cheese. Cinnabon should have rebanded for the month of October as Cinnabon. Cinnabite. <laughs> yeah, now, seriously. Uh, I have to go. And we have such crepes to show you. <laughs> I love that. So Hellraiser was meh. Halloween didn't see. And then Terrifier 2, Micah, I hope you enjoyed it. That's, I loved it. I, I, I had a feeling you would, and I am happy for you. Yeah, and that's all I have to that. say. This is our Bizarro, the Bizarros together. Yes. Like, I didn't think they could coexist in the same Jake, chat. Jake, real quick, buddy, <laughs> before before you, uh, we bid you adieu, there were a lot of other movies that came out this month. And I just want to see if you, if you see any of them, if you have an opinion on them real quick, I don't mean to derail the show. My best friend's exorcism. Do you see it? No. VHS 99. You see it? No, I saw the ad for it. Dash cam. You see it? No. What? Moving on. I think he's only seen trash juice. I only watched old shit. I watched like Intruder and uh, oh, from American Gothic and all those things I've done all reviews right. on. And then, uh, so you didn't see Deadstream? No, I did not. Deadstream was off. It's okay. a live stream. Very, wow, very super very clever. I like to think that the writer director, because I'm assuming it was a writer director combo, was like sitting there one day <laughs> and be like, this is so clever. Now I have to know. Peace out, guys. Have fun. All right. See you. Brush the you. dust off the shoulder. There we go. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Where, where were we left off at? I had said how I like the Cenobites could be sacrificed. Micah did not. And then Jake was like, oh, it's because they were people originally. And I was like, oh, that yeah. makes sense. So, yeah, that's where we were about. Now, now, what was the whole thing? I didn't. He was like the guy from Saw 4. Like, what was that trap that keeps spinning? It reminded me of the hair trap from Saw 4. Like, what? Oh, yeah, the opening of Saw 4 when there's two guys. One is blind and one is mute, and they have to work with each other to unlock the key, and it just continues to spin and spin and spin. Yeah, what was the whole thing of that? It's like he's not dying, obviously, so it's like, well, I got this fucking machine stuck on me. He's got this thing rammed through his chest that tight is tightening and it's not not pleasurable for him or something. I don't know. It's I don't like know what that really, was. It's like a really big Resident Evil looking key shoved through his chest that's tugging <laughs> on all of his nerve endings. Uh, My thing uh, about that is it's it's six years 
after the events that happened in the cold opener where he he solves all six or uh, five configurations and he gets his one wish with leviathan and he asks for pleasure so their version of pleasure is we're going to tug at every fucking nerve ending you have it's going to suck it's going to be terrible you're going to try to wipe your ass we're going to fucking pull your nerve endings you're going to try to jerk off we're going to pull your nerve endings it's going to suck but my thing with that is you have this apparatus coming through your chest out of your back and homeboy still manages to like get tailor fit suits over top of that like like also, who's doing what, this man what, shopping what the fuck yeah like like i still have to wear he a cut a hole in it I like cut a it's hole not in you. that hard okay <laughs> well see it could have worked if you put it like can you put that on my legs to get rid of my varicose veins at least yeah, right, sort yeah. <laughs> but, but aid okay he cut a hole in his suits why didn't he just be like hey i'm gonna wear a fucking hoodie like i, I don't got to stay classy you know and that's my thing like they could have had a skinned person Mm. like they could have done that and that was their version of it i wasn't happy with that now i don't want to say i just the last thing i want to say on this because we need to move on to terrifier like it's going to be a 25 hour episode but i will say that i didn't hate this movie i liked it i liked it i i think that i was a little disappointed that i couldn't see the cenobites as well because it is very dark and they have all those those beautiful effects on them and all of this makeup on them and you can't practical. really see it yeah and that was and, like mostly practical too which is awesome yeah. yeah and that's what i'm saying i'm like why you know why make it so dark like let us see and that because that was never a problem and hellraiser one hellraiser two or any of the hellraisers you always were able to see the cenobites well they're but always you well blinded lit. at the end <laughs> you're completely <laughs> blinded at the very end with that scene which is pretty yeah epic, seeing all the skin flayed yeah like, i mean cool. It's, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. And so I, I appreciate it. I think that he did a good job and I think he did what he did to kind of make it relevant to the horror audience of today. Like, you know, we're, we're getting up there. Austin, I don't know how old you are, but 32. Okay. You're a baby. So we're all in our thirties. So you're like a little older than Doug. Well, here, here's the thing. I feel like in 10 years from now, this is going to be going down as like, remember when April fool's day had a remake and it was like modernized and hip. No one remembers that. April fool's day. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. I see it at big lots all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know it's good. It's a $5 bin at big lots. It's it's, it's, it's held together with another shitty DVD with a rubber band. (laughs) No, I'm uh, I'm with (laughs) Benji part two. (laughs) Anyways, I'm with aid in this is that I didn't hate this version of Hellraiser. I also didn't like it. I'm somewhere down the middle. You had great visuals. You had pretty good gore. I thought the story sucked. I thought the Cenobites looked great, but they sucked. But I will give it up. Jamie Clayton fucking ruled as pinhead yeah that pinhead was, was really good in this that yeah. was real she good was shit right there yeah i didn't give a fuck about the characters i didn't give a fuck about this story there were no tits very disappointed in that is I, that I'm your disney a... sex scenes uh yeah what the fuck like you're gonna have a fuck <laughs> well, scene and the guys they didn't even up. know how to fuck each other what is that oh like... they had and not just that like aren't they aren't they addicts I thought they were supposed to fuck like crazy. Instead, they're having missionary sex, looking each other in the eye. Homeboy saying, I love you. She fucking cuts him off. What the fuck is up with that? Yeah, I was expecting the girl, the guy to say, like, am I doing it right? I don't know if I'm doing it right. Am I doing it right? Am I wrong? Do you enjoy this? Whatever. Is this pleasurable, my dear? 
it was a great time to throw in that line. That's like, you know, when a girl says, oh, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> the, the eye roll is what sells it. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Totally. So, anyway, um, so moving on. Well, well, what what the, is it they always hear? Did you come yet? Did you come yet? Did you come did yet? You come yet? Did you come okay, yet? Okay, but did you? Well, but but did this you? is this is why people fake it, right? Like they're like, all right, yeah, I came. Get the fuck off me. I gotta go. Anyway, <laughs> got a podcast. I know. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead. I mean, that that's enough with Hellraiser. I mean, I honestly, I think that. It should be watched. And, you know, and this is one of the things too, like the kids were excited because when I got back to school, because I had been gone for so long, I'm not going to get into details, but it took me days to get home from California. Fuck that bar sinister getting whipped. Yeah. And I went back to bar sinister and then I left. Peeing on everything. Oh, well, well, not to again. me and I went to bar sinister and uh, yeah, there was a, uh, yeah, we we took Coker for his birthday. You took Coker. I'm like, how are you taking Coker to Bar Sinister? I don't know, but it was play? no people were doing coke and toot in the bathroom. The the urinal was overflowing. People were just pissing in it, and there was piss all over the floor. It went on the dance floor. People were dropping money, and then people were picking up the bills with piss. The pissy money. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Everything you're saying is so awesome. Just it, it, it was pretty cool. Fuck, yeah. Dude, fuck. Shit. Well, you know what, I, I, Austin, we have places like that downtown, and you know it. So do a a line of toot in the bathroom and jump in the pile. Piss everywhere, piss, shit, vomit, all. And then there was some guy, like when I was taking a piss, uh, the the one guy comes up to you. He's like, "Do you guys need moral support?" What are you gonna hold (laughs) the dick for me? I think I got it, bro. Coker's like, I don't know, Doug. Do I? Yeah, Coker had to think about it. He's like, is this my last chance? <laughs> is it free? Do I have to pay you anything? It's like the nightclub from Blade 2. I was just waiting for the sprinklers to come on. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so we're so happy Halloween, everyone, by the way. I don't think we yeah. said that in this episode yet. We said um, it three times. Did we say it already? Well, it's fucking Halloween. It's like the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year and it's leaving oh, yeah. us soon. It's going to be gone and then we're going to have to go right into Christmas and listen to Mariah Carey for two Mariah years. Carey is, is just defrosting right now. He's just like, <laughs> she's coming. Is it sad that now when I think of like Christmas, all I think of is like the smell of Coles, Coles department store. Coles with the H. I'm like, Cole, I'm like, is no, that's what Christmas is to me, a department store. What the oh, fuck? You pull every year? So I know. Okay. Oh. Damien Leone, after years of waiting, we finally got Terrifier 2. We did. We now, did. Uh, this is something that has been, uh, since since watching, we could go all the way back to All Hallows Eve, then Terrifier. I know there was another movie before All Hallows Eve where Art actually debuted. I can't remember the fucking name to that. But it doesn't matter because I, I know that it does suck. But we finally, after all these years, all the buildup, all the fucking sexual tension between all of us, uh, we finally get Terrifier 2. Now, guys, worth the wait or what, huh? It was. It could have been edited down. There could have been scenes that could have been chopped down. But fuck. Uh, if you have the chance to see it in the theaters, fuck, fuck. go fuck. see it in the theaters. Yeah, it's coming back to like, I think 1500. Uh, I don't know when this is going to be airing, but this weekend, Halloween weekend, it's supposed to be in like 1500 plus theaters, which is crazy. They've made amazing. like five Absolutely or six amazing. million dollars. So that's that you amazing. Have, dude, that's incredible. A low budget 
independent horror movie that is basically unheard of except for our community is, right. is becoming like a big name up there with Jason, Freddie, Michael. Like this is this is be this is huge. Like I know it was on today's show, it was on Drew Barrymore's show. New York big, Times, I New think. Times. Yeah. Big, big name fucking celebrities are retweeting this fucking movie. This is huge. This is big for Damien Leone. I feel like this should have happened to Adam Green with the Hatchet series. And it kind of sucks that Damien Leone kind of took the mantle as the new Adam Green doing everything Adam Green wished he did in his in his career. Aid, you just saw it recently, right? Yeah. So with this one, I will say that I think it's nice to have a new slasher. So I think that we can all... Even if God we didn't right. enjoy this installment, I think we can all agree that Art is a very good slasher in the respect that he's scary. And oh, yeah. he do, he's kind of along the lines of Freddy in the sense that he has more, you know, facial expressions, that he has more personality, right? And that's what we love about Freddy is that Freddy has personality, Freddy speaks, just like Chucky in the same vein, right? But Chucky's always going to be the doll. Freddy can, can kind of be amorphous is that word of word i'm looking for i don't know topa yeah amorphous yeah so yeah and so can art right art can he's always in the clown suit but he puts the glasses on he becomes a character he puts things on he becomes a character he's very he's like a caricature of what a slasher is and he breaks the rules which some people don't agree with and i you know sometimes i go back and forth with the whole gun thing because i'm just not oh yeah how, how, how do we all feel about that since you're talking I, about that i'm here for it i liked I totally, it i liked yeah. it a lot i, I was yeah. fanning my during the clown cafe scene right the dream scene well that, that, and that, that and then even the, from the first one uh the first terrifier he has a handgun I, oh. I don't i don't like it in the first one i do like yeah. it in this one because it's a dream sequence yeah yeah okay. well, i'm sorry also... doug i didn't mean to cut you off Oh, no, I was just saying, yeah, besides Art the Clown, I'll say this to be honest, I watched it last night and I was beat tired. I, I worked two jobs yesterday and the other one, I I, uh, I play a mascot character. So I was like sweating like crazy. I was beat. So I watched Terrifier 2 with like nothing, no energy in me. And I don't know what it was, but I knocked out like after the movie on the couch and I had a fucking nightmare of <laughs> of not Art, but the the little clown girl. Oh, oh yeah, the okay. creepy one. Yeah, yeah, I had a dream. I was out in my dumpsters throwing trash away, and she was just she was like by the dumpsters yeah. going like <laughs> that. That girl was scary. Like she's fucking yeah. terrifying. So now, what is let's... the point of her? Do we do we know? Does anybody have theories or speculations? Or well, what? my my thing was is we had the opener, the cold opener, which starts where Terrifier Two leaves off in the morgue where Art comes back to life. He kills the. Uh, uh, the mortician, whatever. Oh, that was, was beautiful continuity. That was, mm-hmm. that was oh great. my God, yeah. that was amazing. Uh, that art was resurrected. Something supernatural resurrected him. It was him, maybe some other world entity. And that was that whole thing like where I, I speculated in the past that maybe art is some kind of a trickster god, maybe a demigod in the form of a clown. But then you have art going to a laundromat, washing his suit, David Howard Thornton, showing his bare ass, uh, showing it all, showing his sack, showing what he's got. That sweet fucking dad bod never did pushups in my life, but still cool as fuck with big dick energy. And then he's sitting there with the paper. And I know Aid, you talked about like how art doesn't talk, but he's a character is that art doesn't have to talk. And I like that he doesn't because of his facial expressions. He's reading the paper, laughing at it, whatever. And then he turns and he sees the little creepy female art, the clown, like 10 year old version of himself, which was when I saw that the, my first thing was 
what the fuck is this? You gotta be fucking kidding me. I just want art to be art. I don't want any more bullshit. But as the movie progressed, she really grew on me. And I feel like it's, there's, there's more to this character and we, and we don't know what art is. And I like that a lot. I don't want to ever know what he is. Yeah, I think an explanation would kind of ruin the magic of absolutely. Yeah, who art is or what yeah. he is. And that's as the movie was progressing, we have our main character, Sienna, who has a, a little brother, a mother, and a father that had passed away, who was a comic book artist that was uh, drawing artwork of this character that she actually turned into uh, this Halloween costume, like this Valkyrie type thing with wings, a sword, all badass and shit. Totally awesome. It kind of reminded me of you. But then, but you find out that the father fell into madness and killed himself or whatever now my biggest concern watching terrifier 2 it was going to be something goofy that art the clown was her father something like that something that he he knew the prophecy to this clown and and luckily we didn't get that but we may still get that i don't know but there was there was definitely a lot to take in from this movie especially with the runtime and i'm rambling so somebody else take it away well, another thing I'd like to add, too, about this, the runtime does kind of suck, but there is some stuff with, uh, oh, I got to say that mom is a bitch. Like, every time she was on, I'm like, oh, oh my our God, guts I are good. <laughs> yeah, what, what what a bitchy mom. I, it was, and that, that was the only thing that felt unnatural about the film, because, yeah, parents can be shitty, but the way the mom, I don't know if it was the actress, I don't know if it was the delivery, there was just something about the mom that was off. The mom and was I, like the mom from Halloween Ends. Corey's mom. <laughs> yeah yeah there was just some oh my god even she was better right like my thing is is with the with the mom it was that was completely necessary like i don't think they needed a lot of backstory i and you know eventually i, w- I would like to have damien leon on the show and like just ask him like hey what's going on like what were you thinking like not like that but like you know what was your intention of these characters because I like that there was a lot of background. I like there's exposition for these characters. However, like, do we need it? We don't really need it. This is not the kind of film where I feel like you want to care about these characters because the whole time I'm watching it, I'm assuming they're all going to die. I assumed it was like part one where art is going to prevail and and then you know everyone else is going to fucking die, which I assumed was going to happen. So it's like, why are we spending all of these time, all this time with these characters? And you know it was it was cute in a way I really liked the whole brother sister relationship so I feel like if they just concentrated more on that and omitted the mom yeah and the dad issues and just had like the brother sister relationship like the parents could be in the background whatever kind of thing I guess because if we wanted to kill the mom so if we hate her it's better when she dies if we're excited about it but at the end of I, I don't know. I because she's still a mother too, right? Can, and like, yeah, that was the thing. Like she was a bitch, but then she'd have that moment where it's like, oh, I'm just a bitch because I'm a single mother. Well, she's a single like, mom. But I, I don't think he portrayed that very well. No. And I don't know if it was the writing or if it was the actress. I, I, I really don't both. know. Both there was something that. off about all of her scenes. The way she delivered her lines, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It was they didn't really hit right for me, but I know exactly what you mean, Ada. Yeah, hundred percent. Something. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm watching this movie for the gore and the kills in art. So at the yes. end of the day, I'm yeah. like, who fucking yes. cares? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing. So, <laughs> yeah. so then why have all of this extra time with these characters? So I see what Damon is trying to do. He's trying yeah. to like kind of make it a little bit, bit of a deeper film. 
which I appreciate. But at the end of the day, do, are we here for these people? Like, no. Like, the best character for me was her best friend. Well, the one who drugs which her. Which best friend? The one who drugs her. Oh, I loved okay, her. Like, okay. like oh, she's me. Yeah. I, I wouldn't drug my friends, but she's me. She's partying. She's got her boyfriend. She's having a good time. She's fucking around. Like, that's me. Like, I love that. And I hated that she died because, like, she was so much fun. I'm like, she's more fun than the other one, right? But... <laughs> And then the one who died in the bedroom, like whatever, that was just, and that was that. that and was that's fun. my thing that is that I, like I get to school. I got to school the other day, and the kids are like, "Well, did you see Terrifier 2? And I'm like, "How the hell did you get in to see Terrifier 2? Because I'm talking, because my first period I have an elective, so I have sophomores in that class, and the kid is like, "Yay high!" And then he's ta- talking to me about Terrifier 2. I'm like, "I don't feel comfortable discussing this with you. I'm sorry." Um, but like. He's like, oh no, it's a good movie. My mom took me. I'm like, your mom took you. Your mom took you. <laughs> oh, do you mean did the mom like just drop her off and then she went to Applebee's to get some Alabama black snake? <laughs> just just dropped her kids off at the movie theater and ushered them in and left. <laughs> like, I was six God. fucking years old watching USA Up All Night Basket Case with my mom. So, but you were home. This is like you have to go buy a ticket, go to the movie theater, and sit through this. Like because two and a half hours for a mom. You know, for a mom i don't know that's pretty brutal movie theaters here are no joke like i mean because i grew up in orlando like i i remember we couldn't even go in and see an american pie i had to get my mom to come walk us in and yep. then she'd out halfway through like you the, know worst, what I mean? the worst fucking movie i watched with my mom was serial mom like that <laughs> was i had what? to like i there were a few scenes where i was like i'm just gonna walk out of the room real quick like I just watching that with my mom was weird. Like I should oh, specifically I with you like the movie though, right? Oh, serial mom. Okay, I'm just making sure. Love Saw that recently it. for the first time, and it was like this is a new favorite of mine. Oh my God, it, Kathleen Turner, what a fucking brilliant movie. She Love was it. in that. Yeah, it, yeah, that, that's like me. I, I remember the first time I snuck into a movie theater was for Saw Three because I would think I was like sixteen or whatever that was, and then oh I also. Oh my God, I was like. 18 or 19 when Shut saw three came up, out I'm li- i was literally 38 when that came out oh <laughs> that's true grandpa mike i forget oh my god yeah <laughs> well and then i bought a ticket <laughs> to go see uh i bought a ticket to go see garfield and i went into bruno so <laughs> well that's what we used to do we'd buy tickets to other movies i remember because i wanted to see freddie versus jason they wouldn't let us in so we bought tickets for some bullshit movie that year and then walked yeah. into that's you have to buy it. You have to make sure it's on the same side. You know, you buy the ticket for a PG movie on that side or whatever. That's back before we could actually, you know, just go pick your seats. Nowadays, you can't sneak into shit because it's all digital. You have to pick your seats. You have to pick so, your seat. Yeah, it'd be really yeah. hard to sneak in now. But it's funny you said the first movie you snuck into was Saw Three because mine was actually Saw Two. The so, Saw yeah. Bros. Yeah, so that's funny. That was the first one we snuck into. We bought tickets for another movie and walked right into Saw Two. So that's funny. Good oh, movie, I remember man. I saw that. We got drunk at the bar and then walked over to the movie theater nice. by UCF. Oh, those are the memories. Anyways, and that's my thing with this one. I think it's universal. Like, I think that everybody can enjoy it. Like, we enjoyed it as adults. I don't know. I mean, Austin, did you like it? Terrifier 2? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like a, I'm kind of with Jake on it. Just needed to be shorter for me. Slashers for me, yeah. like, I need it to be like 125. Like, the first one was 124 perfect 228 way too fucking long i i don't need a backstory on all the characters but n- needless to say the uh the fucking gore was crazy i mean that bedroom scene alone has st- stuck with me for like a week or two after i watched that where he's just ripping that person apart like definitely worth it for the gore but just a bit too long for me i really really enjoyed and it was a long scene but i i thoroughly enjoyed the two of them 
which I felt were longer than they should have been. But I'm like, what would you cut? The Clown Cafe dream sequence. And I love yeah. the scene where Sienna is buying her, she's buying her new wings at the, the costume shop. I, I It was long, but my God, that was creepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah it was. Like, like, that's when Art's just doing his thing of staring at her. Having so, a good time. That yeah. was like the equivalent to the diner scene. Uh, the shit that we could have done without was all that bullshit at the school. And yeah. as much as I love, uh, oh my God, why did I, Angela, why did I just forget her name? That's because I drank like five fingers of whiskey. Help me out. Angela. Well, did you like her name, Miss Princip? There it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Felissa, Felissa Rose. Felissa Rose. Was there. Jesus, fuck. Oh, uh, she, Stella, be quiet. Sorry. She, <laughs> Stella, shush. If anything, I, I know they 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 brought her on after they filmed all the mom scenes because Damien became friends with her at uh, doing conventions. Oh. Same thing with Chris Jericho at the end of the movie where uh, him and Damien became buddies just from doing like uh, Jericho's podcast and stuff. And uh, Damien was like, yo, Chris, we can have you in the movie. We have some extra scratch. I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but Chris Jericho wasn't allowed to tell anybody he was in that movie. Don't roll your eyes. I got Chris Jericho so fucking drunk, he told me he was in that movie. No, oh, don't you feel special? Hey man, anyway. We're boys. We know each other on a first first name basis. Anyway. Uh, but Felicity say, Rose... Jericho and I docked. Oh, no, no. You mean, you mean <laughs> I. You mean Chris and I docked. Uh, so, but no, Felissa Rose was in it. I didn't know it. And like, I had been, I was the last one to see it. And I was like, you know, I was texting Micah. I'm like, you didn't tell me Felissa Rose. But her cameo was pointless. So. She didn't die. They didn't do anything with her. No, but it's just fun to see her. So of course it I'm sitting here cool. watching. I'm like, it's yeah. Felissa Rose. I'm like, yeah, it was no, cool seeing like, her. Oh but like also those fucking kids that the brother was hanging out with, Art should have killed them. Art should have killed Felissa. Like if you're going to introduce um, all these fucking characters, kill them. Well, just to have her as a cameo, I think that's fine. I mean, kill I don't know. No, kill them all. Thank you. I just think Killer. there was just, there was a lot of unnecessary fluff in this movie and I get I get it I get it like he wrote it it's like Jake always says you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. he didn't want to get rid of anything you want to keep it all there are some good elements to it my issue is, is that is not very in the tone of what Terrifier and All Hallows Eve was right like it's yeah. just a brand new movie with Art the Clown which we, is fine yeah. However, I don't think it's necessarily a terrifier too. So if we if he had marketed it as something else, because we have All Hallows Eve, we have Terrifier. And Terrifier is so good. And we did a whole interview, Austin, I don't know if you know, with with Jenna Cannell, who is amazing, by the way. I absolutely adore her and I love her to death. And I wish that she was in this film. Well, they killed her aid. I know she died. Whatever. She could have came back in a dream or something. No, like they killed like her. when they brought Justin Long back and what was it? Uh, Jeepers Creepers. Well, Jeepers Creepers yeah. too. <laughs> no, she, <laughs> the like, don't go this way. I, you know what? No eyes. Aid, she's, dead, she's dead forever. <laughs> I don't know. I I liked it a lot, but I was talking before before we started, I was I was telling Mike, I'm like, I don't remember what the fuck happened at the end. And I just watched this movie. Although I did have a bunch of mimosas, so maybe that has something to do with it. Like, what happened at the end? And that's my thing. It's like I a terrifier just left me like, <gasps> and this one did too. There's so many good kills. I just don't know. I don't. I, I I don't hate it. I don't know if it's. I don't know if I like it better, or I don't know if I was. Yeah, I, I, I prefer. I prefer part one, and it's it's mainly yeah. because like uh, like you said, all the kills were good. 
all the kills in this were fucking awesome. Everything down to something as simple as getting blown in the face with a shotgun. Oh, when he had the mom's head as the mom's candy ball. Like, yeah, like that's like, <laughs> like that was cool as fuck. But like, so good. But at so the same good. time, like, what what is your main takeaway from Terrifier? Is that he had a chick hung upside down, and by the way, upside yeah. down boobs look awesome we didn't get any upside down tittery in this one big letdown um, but there wasn't that one kill that really stood out like they were all fucking cool they were awesome they were fun i needed that one thing to really kind of stand out and then and I that feel like hangout, they all kinda... yeah like that particular scene like gets people who are not even into horror because i remember like that was the only thing dan talked about for weeks he's telling people about this movie he hates my movies can't, can't stand it but he's like oh my god we're going to hang her upside down and just saw her and have like, he's so happy telling people this. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, well, actually, I think <laughs> the, the first kill with the doctor where he's like, he pulls his eyeball out and then like, I thought that was creepy. I think oh, he was, was just good. doing more yes. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was you're gonna keep it in there. I was hoping he would. Yeah, but, you but he pops it back out. <laughs> yeah, but because of the runtime and the amount of fucking kills that you get, and how over the top they all were, you forget that. You forget yeah. that he killed the guy at the laundromat. Like it, it's 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 all fucking forgettable. Oh, yeah. Because they there's so many of them and they're so over the top. Um, yeah. And it's there wasn't that one kill that really stood out. The bedroom scene, really? That that was mine. I thought that was like um, shit. Sorry, no, no, no. I'm saying that was the one for me that stood out. It was, you know, obviously the one upside down from the first one, and then the bedroom when he's just like literally ripping someone in half. I was like, Jesus Christ, I need to bleach my eyes out after that one. Yeah, for, it's I mean, pretty good for a guy that didn't do a push up before. <laughs> Ever done a push up in his life? Well, and that's the the thing is though too when he did all of that, especially when he scalps her, it's very cartoonish in my opinion. Uh, because he does it with like cuticle scissors or whatever he does it with. I think that it's more visceral, in my opinion, a more visceral scalping would be the one from Hannibal where he takes Ray Liotta's head off. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or even in The Lost Boys when one of the surf Nazis is getting scalped. Like that shows, like this was cute. Like it was You're cute. Right. And it's I don't know if that was intentional to be cute because he's a clown. I don't know. His art, yeah. And, and, and not just that, like the fact that he runs out of the room and you think it's over and he comes, and he comes back, back with like salt and vinegar and he's all yeah, fucking like... happy and shit. Like to me, that was funny. Hanging the chick upside down and sawing her from her chooch to her sternum was disturbing. Like he... that, that bedroom scene oh. to me, that was just a good time. It felt like a kid's show. Like you, it was like yeah. a yellow wall. Yeah. Uh, but but honestly, like no one's talked about it, uh, even on like stuff. But I feel like the most disturbing thing in the first one was when he like skins that lady and wears her skin. Like it's really creepy. Yeah. It's like an old factory. He walks up like this. I'm yeah, like, he, he no, no. Like- yeah, he's doing all this stuff. And no, that was that was holy shit. Yeah. Forever it's, burned it's, in my brain. It's so visceral. And that's what I think is so special about this type of slasher because I don't think we have and unfortunately, like Michael could have been something, right? At this point with this new trilogy, and Michael just fell flat. And now we have we have Art. Art who can do all of these things. And I think he kind of embodies what Freddy Krueger will never be able to do again. Because honestly, the only person who can really embody Freddy Krueger is, you know, Robert England. I mean, we've we've tried to, to bring another Freddy, but it just didn't, you know, it didn't pan out. So that wasn't his fault. 
and it's not his fault because I think I think what's his name is great actor. That's not, yeah. but it's not the point. Uh, I think that it's not, that wasn't his fault. It was uh, he was trying to do his own thing, and they kept saying no, no, well, no, do it. Yeah, like I, well, yeah. of course, and that's my thing. It's like we're not going to have like it's really hard to to bring Freddie back, but having art as something new and fresh and wonderful is so great, no. especially for this genre because. Like my kids were talking about it. So when my kids talk about these things, like I know that it's relevant for the younger audience. So that would be like us when we were kids mm -hmm. talking about, I mean, what the fuck happened when we were kids? Jeepers Creepers, I think was like when we were, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, when Maybe I was watching like this, I, I felt like, uh, I. this is what I feel like because this movie is unrated like in theaters. So I feel like a lot of kids, this is, this is a big word of mouth thing. A lot of kids are saying, oh, I know that I, I we're going to go see the scariest movie ever. We're not allowed to see it, but we're going to go. So it's like if you're a kid like Goonies age and, and whatnot, yeah. it's like I could imagine it being like an adventure. It's like we're going to go sneak into Terrifier 2. It's forbidden to see it. Yeah, dude, this is like that yeah. thing like when we were kids and it's like you heard about a movie like Battle Royale or you heard about Last House on the Left. But you had to like go through a lot of bullshit to get a copy of one of those mm -hmm. movies. Yeah, and like even when this is out, movie. yeah, this mm -hmm. is that new movie for kids. Yeah. Like this is their last house on the left. This is their Salo. Like this is this is big. Okay, man. no, like, no, no, no. Nobody's nobody's movie is. Salo. I was I was waiting for you to jump in on <laughs> that. So, was, don't ever, and it's Salo, <laughs> it's Salo, and we're oh, not it, talking it, about it, that it, fucking uh, movie. Halo, right? It's called Halo. Uh, anyway, uh, um, no, I agree with you though. I think that every generation should have a film that's probably going to, you know, kind yeah. of not not just scare them. I don't think it's so much scary as it is uh, intense and like in your face kind of a. Uh, got wrench like a something that you've never seen before kind of thing yeah no. oh well let, let me interject for a second here so yeah so uh like i said like this one's <laughs> for the kids to go see because i saw on face uh, damien leone reshared it too but uh apparently there's a mom's group that they're making a petition they're like this needs art needs the, the clown needs to stop this is they horrible i hate yes. it fuck yes that's right god damn it i am so happy I am so fucking happy we have that shit. That is fucking awesome. That is the same shit Tipper Gore did. And we got that parental advisory shit that made music even fucking cooler. Like, we need that. We need Moms Against Terrifier. So we need another fucking satanic panic. So it's the same Karen's bitching about Hocus Pocus 2 putting spells in her children, right? Oh, but this actually warrants it. I think this warrants it because this is pretty brutal. Yeah. But kids have this. We didn't have this back in the days. The kids have a phone. Yeah. So the porn box. The porn box. But kids see that thing. It's like moms against the, kids cannot see Terrifier. If I was a kid now, that would make me want to go see Terrifier. Hell or high water, I will find a way Fuck, to watch yes. this movie. Cool. Yes. So we're going to see that this weekend, right? Yeah, got it. We'll do it. Yeah. Yep. Same. Fucking same. You know, it's interesting because my mom didn't give a fuck what I was watching, right? Like she'd let me, she would walk me in and then leave. Like she didn't care. She was like, oh yeah, away. but I mean, this isn't <laughs> like this isn't streaming anywhere or anything like that. So in order for kids yeah. to see it, they've got to figure out a plan to sneak the fuck into a theater to see it. Yeah, and that's my thing too is that it's 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 a new generation. So that's what I think is so beautiful about this because what what else do we have? It's really, I think it's, I don't think it's very easy to to create a new slasher. Like you see all these movies trying oh to do God. it. Oh my God. And it's like, like and back I don't want to interject to you, Micah, but some of the kids did see the trash juice trailer. So now they're all interested in that. Well, so did you say Mia T. Curtains sure, is a I'm new sure uh, I'll be, I'm sure I'll be fired soon, but until then. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not like, oh. <laughs> 
Well, I think I told I you guys about the guy I'm who played the, the priest, union. right? I'm good. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the group oh, chat, yeah. you're talking about how that guy was like, mis he felt misrepresented Oh, my or God. Did you, did you send the screenshots of his messages? He was giving the dog who horrible messages. Oh, yeah, he said, like, he he called me when we were watching Halloween Ends, and I didn't answer. I'm like, oh, I'll just let it go to voicemail. And then he sends me the text. He's like, I can't believe how disgusting your movie was. If I would have known it was this disgusting, I would have never brought my daughter. I'm ashamed of being in this movie. And I'm like, Good. dude, the movie's called Trash Juice. What did you it's expect? Like, what did you expect, brother? <laughs> that guy was a total bitch. Like he was, he wrote Doug a whole dissertation, and I'm reading it in the car as we're racing to the fucking airport. Even though I didn't leave anyway. Well, I did leave, and I came back. And he's done trauma movies too, so I don't get it. I That's what he said. He's done his trauma movies. I'm like, you're doing trauma movies, but you're gonna bitch about trash, like trauma, like trauma movies, and like and making me what like, and I don't get offended very easily, and I get very offended by trauma. And you're gonna like bitch about this shit. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Hey, like, are you telling me you don't like trauma? I didn't say I didn't like trauma. Yeah, I'm fucking. With I'm. You. Um, Shut up, but it's your fault. I had to watch it, so I'll never forgive welcome. you for that. Tro yeah. March, Tro March, Tro March. There's no, no. But Austin, if you guys want to get on our trauma nonsense, I'm sure there's more movies that we could do. At some oh, point. absolutely. I'm always down for a good trauma flick. So back on like, I think it's a boys thing. I don't know what that is, but anyway. Maybe, yeah. I, Gabby <laughs> likes Class of Newcom High, if that helps. I like Class of Newcom she does High like that and Tromeo and Juliet. Yeah. Oh, and like, she likes that one too. Yeah. Oh, oh it, I no toxic. No, oh, she okay. like that one. Yeah, I know. Toxic, I know. Toxic's <laughs> cute. I do like that, but I didn't watch Toxic until we watched it. You know what I did like was um, Terra Firmer. And I don't know why. No, I, mean, I didn't watch Kabuki Man because it's you so fucking racist. Terra Firmer is my favorite trauma flick, dude. I know. We've, we've covered that. We covered that two years. It's been two years. Can you believe that? It's oh my god. It's been two years. Austin, I don't know how long Fright Mare's been going on, but we've been doing this for too fucking long. This is, uh, so this is year four. I actually met Jake uh, way back, like around my first year of doing it, and okay. we, we had been trying to do episodes back and forth for months, and so it's taken about like two or three years to actually do one. But here we are. Scheduling, are. yeah, scheduling conflicts, and I think the uh, time difference is always a always a struggle. So no, but I'm in I'm in the same time zone, so like now yeah. doesn't matter anymore. Now so, doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> Back on art now, Abe, you were comparing art to Freddie, where like you said, Robert England is the only one that could truly play Freddy Krueger. David Howard. Now I know we had another actor play as Art the Clown in All Hallows Eve, All Hallows and, Eve uh, yeah. and the movie before that too was a different actor. I feel like at this point. David Howard Thornton is the only one that could play Art the Clown. Now picture it. It's like 10 years in the future. We have Terrifier 5 coming out and it's like a Jason Voorhees situation where we have Has like, he gained weight? A different Set the scene. <laughs> Does he now have a bigger dad body than he <laughs> I mean, my thing is it's like, I think I agree with you. I agree with you to an extent because I think that if you have you can't the, have somebody else play as art. If you have the pantomime that art has, right? Yeah. Down to a T, then you could play it because he's not speaking. And I think that's what the problem is with Freddie because Freddie speaks. It's that Are voice, you, too, that England like, does. No one else is going to be Chucky. Like when we had the Child's Play remake, yeah, it was cute. We liked it for what it was I, but I it was like not it. a it was not a child's play movie because we don't have brad dorif as chucky yeah and he's then, the only one yeah we, we, 
I mean, Brad I Dur- there will never be another Brad Dourif. Yeah, I mean, no. and that's the only reason they got away with it because it was fucking Mark Hamill. And I mean, we'd be upset yeah. with Luke Skywalker and being nobody fucking Chucky. Says and he does bad voice- about Mark Hamill. <laughs> no, no, and he does great voice work. So it's like I'm not mad at him at all. But it's like it's it wasn't, so it didn't feel like Chucky. You know what it's I mean? It's not a Chucky movie. It is yeah. a separate film in and of itself. It is yeah. not a Chucky. Sure fucking movie it's, it's just like the is, just like the michael verse how there's a bunch of different michael myers there's a bunch of jasons right i okay jason's one thing i firmly believe that there cannot be another actor portray portraying art the clown it won't fucking work just like in uh, uh freddy's revenge where they had that other cocksucker playing him in a couple scenes where he looks like fucking frankenstein walking around Nobody else is going to emote the way David does his art. And I know, you, Abe, you said, like, get the mannerisms down and stuff, but it just won't be the same. Well, but that's the thing, though. In All Hallows Eve, I was scared. I, I haven't watched the movie since I watched it. But it was different. It. It, was, it was different. It was a different. It was I felt like it was fucking a different character. scary, though. Oh, yeah, like, it was. He was scary. And I, I still think when I think about him, like, I can't sleep at night. Like, he's peeking around the corner and waving. I'm like, that is fucking scary like it's a scary movie how do you feel about that do you think david could be the only one to portray his art from here on out well he does a really good job like i said there's another actor that played art in all hallows eve yeah i don't know like i just feel like it wasn't fleshed out well the thing is it's weird because this is a brand new character so he kind of molded it after himself so it's now if someone has to do it you obviously know that oh well this person is trying to mimic david howard thornton yeah. So it's going to always be that kind of thing. But I mean, he's in the makeup. So if you never told anyone, you know, maybe now there was a different person playing him until you guys told me, until I was mansplained that it was a different actor. But, You're welcome. You know. Yeah. Maybe if they get someone who, uh, I don't know, maybe someone could play him. But I feel like he, he, he puts off like if they can get that smile down and everything. I don't know. I think there's more room for that little creepy clown girl. I think people could play her. She was fucking scary. It's so. going to have to be a different actress in the next movie because we want that to be a kid, right? By the time the next Terrifier rolls out, like probably, six years. probably three, yeah, three, five, six, seven, eight years, how fucking long it's going to take Damien to make the next one. That kid's already going to be able to like legally vote. Oh, well, he's going to get bankrolled by, on the next one because the budget oh, of this yeah. was 250000 and it made five, eight million. Six million right five, now, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's going to have a plenty for his next one, which I'm sure he's going to do. Only makes of sense. Of course. Well, yeah. and that's why we have to get him on the show now. Before he gets started. I've, I've been sliding into the DMs and he responds to me. So I'm just slowly trying to just like, hey. So, show yeah, me let's... show me your eyes. Um, well, I have to work show my that magic. tittery. Yeah, the tits. The tittery. I know. I'm the only one who has it. So who the hell's going to do it besides me? Yeah, well, Coker's, Coker's gone. Yeah. Bless his heart. Look at dish. <laughs> it's a good movie. I liked it. I love the whole sibling aspect to it. Maybe that comes back to the fact that I love Lost Boys. Like I love it. I love Jeepers Creepers, and I love films with that have the the sibling or you know even like fucking stupid House of Wax. Right when you have the sibling aspect to it, because I always try to put myself into that. Because like I'm like okay, you know, if your boyfriend girlfriend that somebody's already gonna die, but like when you have siblings, you know that when they're both gonna typically survive, right? And with this one when he's whipping her with that thing and she like just goes over her brother and i'm like oh because like you know my brother is way bigger than me he's younger than me but he's way bigger than me and i always think like i always have that like stupid need to like have to protect him right like if girls pissing him off or whatever like i'm always like okay i'm in your corner like 
he's like way bigger than me. Like yeah. he's not my brother. Like and he's younger than me. But he's my baby brother. And I will fucking fight you. Like it's fine. Like I just think it's cute. And I just think that like there was there was heart to this one. But you don't need that in a terrifier film. I don't think you need that. And, and and th- yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you totally. And the thing is, okay, here's something I didn't care for, and I wish it didn't go that supernatural route. When when Art throws her in like that weird lighted I pit, I was gonna bring this up. Is that mm. the four of us has the uh, 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 mm. the four of us haven't really brought this up yet? Is the fucking sword of destiny? Yeah, I didn't like that. I was like, I, I, I was like Trump. Oh, this is so hokey. I think I blocked it out though. I blocked it out because I'm like, you know, well, I did have a couple of mimosas, but that's not fresh my memory on this one. It's been a couple of weeks since I've seen it. What, what are we referring to here? The sword well, of what? See, he Austin, throws her in the Austin basement. Mimosas too. Yeah, he throws her in the basement, and it's like this this uh kind of like powder room light on the floor, and then she's in this water water case. She's at the clown cafe. She's dying. She's becoming one of Art's victims. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was but, a metaphor, Doug. It was a metaphor. I thought it was going all supernatural. And I think spooky. that I think that part was a metaphor. The fact that she was like, in the clown cafe drowning. I think that was a, a metaphor. metaphor, Doug. See, did we need it? Couldn't we just have her go like and just wake up and go like, okay, <laughs> that would have saved fifteen minutes. Yeah. But well, yeah, that's true. I think that the the timing issue was bad. brother. There is a lot that would have saved fifteen minutes in this fucking movie. Well, the whole mom thing had to go. I'm sorry. That yeah. had to go. And I think it's because he also had so long to work on it, too, you know, because COVID hit right around the time they started filming. Yep. So he had a lot of extra time. And he even said that. Did you guys stay to the end of the credits? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, he said, you know, so I think it's he also had a lot of time to put as much as he wanted to in there. Had he made it without COVID hitting? I think we probably would have got a shorter film, honestly. I don't know. I feel like that's Austin, what would happen. Dude, we still, dude, we could have got an hour and a half, and then we could have got the director's cut with the 220. Run you know what I'm saying? Out. Like, yeah, I, dude, I almost would have rathered that. Get a nice, yes. you know, 90 minute or less uh, in theaters, and then director's cut, boom, two and a half hours. Like, holy shit. I think that would have been a way to go. But I mean, nonetheless, I still well, loved it. Like, it's still a lot of fun. My yeah. And it- and as much as it's cool to see like the cameos and stuff, I just feel like the, the little brother, they're like, oh, he brought a dead possum to school. All that subplot could have been cut out because he could have yeah. made it weird. It's like he's just looking at the computer and stuff. Uh, since we're talking about like subplots and shit like that, how do we feel about the post credits with our main man, Chris Jericho, popping up there at the end there with uh, with Art's rebirth? I didn't see it because I had to still make two hours for Hellraiser. Oh shit! You didn't see that? I don't. Oh, I didn't see the post credits. Yeah, go no. back and watch that. Go back and watch it. Austin, um, did you see that? I don't recall now. I don't know. Right. So the trashes. three of you didn't see fucking Chris Jericho. Okay. No, I saw that. the Chris Jericho thing because I was like, I, I saw. I was like, oh, there's Chris Jericho, and I'm like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is why Michael likes this movie. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Chris Jericho is a cool fucking dude. He's a rock star. Oh my God. He's I only a, tolerate him because he's best friends with M Shadows. And he's uh, he, they're not best friends. They just did a song together. Uh, no, dear, because they talk friend, about each other all the time. So you just shush your mouth over I know. here. The, the, the lead just because just, just, it's the, Micah the knows all the girls who fucks Chris, Chris, whatever his name is. Just because you know all of them doesn't mean you know anything. It okay, must be getting dark out there, Aid, because your green screen's turning off power. I know. Well, the well, Austin knows. It's it's twilight. It's past twilight. Yeah. Doug yeah. and I could still go outside <laughs> and get a tan. Yeah. See, I still. Go, well, tomorrow I, we're not recording, right? And this is why I fell asleep at the premiere because it was I have to pee. Two o'clock in the morning. 
And anyways, it doesn't matter. I can't go to the West Coast. I my my jet lag is horrible. Anyways, continue. And June, you're coming. Okay, are we back to the show? Yes. Yeah. Okay, where do we leave off at? Okay, so then we get that post-credit scene with Chris Jericho and how awesome it is that that Art didn't actually die, that Art was rebirthed through the character from the first movie where he eats her face off. You know, the one with the fucked up face, like from that chick from Nope. Uh, oh, she had oh, really geez. good hair, though. Oh, like, she had hair great hair, great hair, very and well. fucked up face. Uh, yeah. You know what? Put a, you put a trash her bag. It's a good, yeah. <laughs> Bless her heart. She tried. Trash bag over her head. You got yourself a real 10 out of 10 right there. I tell you what. Uh, but anyways, Art the Clown pops out of her fucking chooch. An umbilical cord tied to his fucking head. Chris Jericho's eating eyeballs. Uh, what a great fucking ending of the movie. Uh, leaving it up to another terrifier that we could all wait for. Like Austin, you said, another 10 years or so. Well, fuck. I feel bad for walking out of the theater early. So I'll have to go back to the theater this weekend and rewatch it to see that. <laughs> yeah, it is in fifteen hundred plus theaters this weekend, so I might have to go check it out too on my. That's AMC right, everybody. Cel- yeah, celebrate Halloween by seeing Terrifier. Give it money. Support independent horror. This but is don't, fucking don't awesome. Sneak in. Make sure you you know you you got to get your mom to buy tickets so you can at least give Danny and Leone more money. Yeah, that's right. He needs it. He is he's starving. Have you seen him? He's got to eat. He's he's too skinny. Feed him. But not just that. We talked about Halloween. We talked about Hellraiser. We talked about Terrifier too. I. Uh, but the fact is that this month alone has pumped out a fistful of goddamn real good horror movies. You got Dashcam. You got Deadstream. You got My Best Friend's Exorcism. VHS 99. My God. I think there's some other ones that popped out of that pussy. That Halloween we have pussy trash shoes. Yes, trash shoes for fuck's sake. Yeah, he uh, battles Earth the clown eating shit. Yeah, Doug eats a bunch <laughs> of shit in it. It's great. This has been a great fucking month for horror. 2022 so, horror is going strong. The world is fucking falling apart. But God damn it, do we have horror? Well, okay. I just want to ask this: Do we think that this is this is actually a pretty good year for horror? I don't know if you guys agree. Great fucking year. This is one I of have, the best uh, years in years. Let me see. I think I have so far this year for horror, I have three five star horror movies, which I, I usually get one a year yeah, that I've been doing. I've been doing Letterbox. Yeah, three so far, and there's still more to come. We got Prey oh yeah, coming out. Dude, through, like, it's insane how the fucking yeah. year is gone. You got Black Phone. You got X. You got Pearl. Micah, 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 Micah. Hey, Micah. God damn it! I'm full of methamphetamines. Let me have my fun. <laughs> you got the you got the barbarian. Goddamn rip. Fucking Michael Myers didn't do shit. All Halloween's end. Let me have this. Micah, take a deep breath. Doug, please please share with us. Yes, well, Michael Myers has been steamrolled. He's dead. Maggots, he's maggot food, and people are pissing all over him. So I think Michael Myers had to die so we can get all these wonderful movies like Barbarian and and, uh, Hugo de Basuda and uh, Terrifier 2. I'm so excited. They treated Michael Myers like he's a fucking Christmas tree. Uh, my thing is, uh, well, and and this this is it because like this year, I don't know if we would have all of this if it wasn't for the pandemic. Because if you think about it, the pandemic gave us nothing, right? Like everyone was that old lady that was hanging from the Christmas lights in, in <laughs> Halloween year, man, the whole year. And that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if this like all kind of like cat like made it was a catalyst to this year being such a good year in horror because. 
there's so much content like how can we keep up and especially with barbarian like i'm like so fucking excited for barbarian yeah. no idea oh but you I haven't just, seen it yet no oh. because i want a moment to myself where nobody guys i watched half of it last night and yeah. it fucking, i fell asleep on it, hbo max it was, yeah it was a good time it's it's great yeah it's it's kind of like uh, castle freak and people and, under the stairs yeah, yeah the, i know the, and it's just like i'm too, so excited you, over it yeah aid it, it, the less you know going into it, the better. Yeah. Because holy that's what everybody says. Yeah. And like, what a good you will yeah. not see any of that movie coming. There's no way to predict any of it. You won't and even see like me so coming. So many awesome. tonal shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, you'll see me <laughs> coming. It's just, you know, for it's a different movie. Austin, <laughs> welcome to Trash Juice. This is Woo! your future. Yes. You're happy. Hey, did you say <laughs> I'm here for it. I didn't say Trash Juice. Trash Well, we'll juice. have to get Austin if we do another movie. Oh yeah, we'll get Austin in there, and so then we'll have Austin in Ski Mountain Massacre. Ski Mountain Massacre, Micah's movie coming soon. That damn right, baby, coming huh? soon. What about Ted? I was just, I was just watching our videos from, uh, from uh, when we were in Hollywood, and remember the bathroom, the ten wet women. Somebody like scratched handicapped women. Somebody scratched ten wet handicapped women into the girls' bathroom, and Doug just so happened to be in there. <laughs> Where where was this at? That this was at the blood, blood diner. diner. Oh, blood! Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. Oh, there is. And I walked out of the woman's because the woman's. I don't know why I went in the woman's restroom. I don't know because why. the men's was disgusting. The men's oh. the men's was locked. There was there was shit on the wall that said "Help me, I'm in hell." So, <laughs> Doug went into the women. So we because yeah, her and I were pissed off. We're like, we have to pee, and like we can't get in the bathroom because Doug went in there. I'm like, Doug, you're in the wrong bathroom. And then there's somebody scratched in ten wet women, like ten wet over the women's side. I think it said wet. Well, it could have been it the ingredients wet. from, from Blood Diner. Yeah. You know, it's like six dog dicks. Six virgin hairs. So, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then after we're all talking, I'm like a film made by Doug Watt. Doug like flies open. <laughs> oh, I love trash. Hollywood's great for that. And then there was so, a bowl of weed, and I don't know if it was puke a or shit. Of, a pile of. Puke oh my god, he shit. was he was smoking weed off a crackhead on the side of the street. And then there was a, a it was like a drugged out transsexual. Uh, Glenn Close. And then every time, like a cracker came near us, like that was coming at us violently, like all of us got quiet. quiet? Yeah, we all got quiet. That was our defense mechanism. It was like a Tyrannosaurus Rex was coming to get us. We were like, would we just stay still? Maybe it won't see us. Well, and then there was a guy with a box. It's like he. He was kind of like Art the Clown. He like just did that (laughs) toothy grin. I don't know. Austin, you have to go to Hollywood. It's a it sounds like a fucking blast. Let it me is like, a racket. It's like Orlando on shrooms and steroids all at the same time while having a hernia. Oh my god, no. It's it's like to, like, Vegas. What's it like compared to Vegas? Vegas, Vegas you just get shot and end up on hood site. So. Vegas was PG compared to Hollywood. Oh, like, Lord. I was like, this is Can you ridiculous. drink in the streets in Hollywood? Mm, it's I, not... I didn't, I didn't try. I didn't try because there was vomit everywhere. So oh, I don't know if you want to try. Well, you know what you could do? I've seen people do it. They wear those military camelbacks with the little hoses and they just oh. they put Bacardi in there and just drink it. Oh, so. man. That's actually pretty smart. I never thought about that. Yeah, right. Ma- Micah would know. Micah right. would know. <laughs> Drinking vodka out of camel packs. Oh, yeah, dude. That's how you do it. <laughs> 
but no, no, no. Anyway, oh yeah fuck yeah well we do so so we're gonna we're gonna plan our texas frightmares trip so guys everybody listening all of our fans all of our all of our 12 patreon members if y'all want to want to head out i think that texas frightmares will be the probably the best like thing coming up next year okay like, now you say that about the texas nightmares frightmares whatever but i i think that uh our trip out to the haunted pyramid lake at the end of june is going to be even better yes so yeah i'm excited for that now we're gonna find that cabin with a fruit cellar right that we have to hike 15 miles okay, to so now uh, yeah. we have to now but Austin, that's what i, I said because I, I, I i'm not going anywhere without mimosas so who the hell's carrying all of my wine well that's they'll be in the fruit know. cellar we'll make our own wine Doug yeah, and I, the fruit cellar fermenting off some dead body at the bottom of the street i don't want that you know what first off the way you guys are talking about mikey (laughs) is terrible uh but i I, (gasps) doug and i doug and i didn't ask for these muscles we'll carry all the champagne and orange juice well Um, austin austin obviously you guys are invited so we're gonna have like a whole podcast extravaganza Uh, texas nightmare yeah, Texas, Texas right Yeah, I've been right there in years. Uh, here in Reno, Nevada, we're doing the, a Lake Tahoe pyramid. The Lake Tahoe, trip. the Tahoe trip, whatever. Okay. So that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I had nightmares. Of, uh, Micah, when we were driving in Hollywood, Micah was telling me stories about Pyramid Lake, and I had nightmare. I had a nightmare. I'm getting fucked. I'm old. I'm getting nightmares of stories now. Oh, by the way, I'm taking all of this out because it's us just planning things. Anyways, oh, we'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Let's finish up the episode. So, Doug, Doug, Trash Juice just came out. We got yes. a lot of we got a lot of good reviews on Trash Juice. So, where can we see Trash Juice? Well, ever? if you're dyslexic and like good reviews or or hate, uh, there's videos of people in the audience. Coker took some videos. There's some old lady that's like, "This is terrible." When I pull the vacuum hose out, and I'm like, mm, "Anal juices." Well, like, it's because she saw Coker. Let's be honest. But yeah, okay. that was Coker's sex scene <laughs> with the vacuum. Um, <laughs> Thank God I was asleep. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Uh, for those people looking for trash juice, it'll air on B Movie TV. Um, well, this episode's coming out Halloween, so it already aired, but it'll air occasionally again um, in syndication. And then I'm looking to get distribution through Tubi because um, I'm going through Film Hub. So eventually, we'll have Blu-rays and Tubi distribution. So. Looking forward to that. And uh, if you want to see more of our stuff, we have the Slashers podcast, uh, not necessarily Patreon, although we would like Patreon for you to send us. We'll send you some explicit nudes. And uh, we got Alexa talking in the we'll back. We'll send you Micah's penis on the Patreon. So we'll send you, you Micah's penis. Oh, and it's just for your eyes. Oh, man. I can't share it. No <laughs> I could just imagine showing a picture of his dick saying, this isn't for your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this is not for you. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Austin, if you want anything to share into the uh, into the Patreon void, feel free to send it because I okay. will definitely send it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so B Movie TV. If you have a Roku, definitely download B Movie TV because a lot of the Slashers podcast stuff and now, damn that scary stuff is um is on there during the commercials. Then we have Friday Night Action at eight p.m. with me. Then Yahira and Jake host Saturday Night Terror Saturdays at ten. And uh, yeah, so you know when you're not getting content here on the podcast, you got it on fucking Roku. So two ways to entertain you yeah a boy doug and honestly thank you guys so much so this month we collaborated like slashers podcast collaborated with frightmares and damn that's scary so i want to thank both austin and micah for being a part of that with us because i think that that was a lot of fun it was a lot of stress for me because like 
picked oh, those every day. You're but real quick, it's Aid, okay. Aid, I got to give it up to you. You were on the ball every fucking day with this shit. Slashers, very fortunate to have you. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for yeah. letting us be a part of that. I, I love making those little videos. So Yeah, it was a good time. Um, and thanks there, for having us. Yeah, thank there you. There was so much fun. I just... I think that like having everybody's perspectives and things and just like having like a day, like the, this month was a great time. So thank you guys for everything. And thank you for being a part of that with us. And thanks Jason for coming up with everything. Cause Jason was one who came up with every day and like made the whole thing. Oh, and, nice. and then Mikey had the the typo. So I had to fix it because I'm an English teacher <laughs> and I can't live my life like that. This is not a challenge. It's a challenge. So what did he spell I, like congrats congratulations or something he puts he spelled challenge and right yes yes and then he said he, he wouldn't be silenced and he took my thing <laughs> <laughs> so anyways i love you mikey my boo-boo i love you terribly but i you know as an english teacher and as a as a, as a woman of culture i cannot allow that to happen so well we're said. just gonna do that we had a great fucking Halloween with you guys. Like, thank you guys so much for everything. Like, this thank was you. a wonderful Halloween. Thank you. The month of October was great. Like, just yeah. between our trip, getting to know Austin more and his podcast. And, you know, hopefully we can get, is Cody, Cody, Corey, his name? Corey. Corey. Yeah. Get Corey on there. Got not Corey, Halloween not Corey from Halloween Ends, but oh. Corey from Frightmares. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> I didn't want to say Corey because I didn't want to give him a negative connotation. But here we are. <laughs> so I just think that it's going to be a good time. So anyways, with all of that being said, um, Austin, please plug Frightmares. Micah, plug Dan that's scary. And we'll get the fuck out of here because it's fucking eight or four. And it's a half an hour past my bedtime. I was so going to say it's past your bedtime. Uh, yeah, you can find Frightmares on Facebook at Just Frightmares, uh, Slasher app, Instagram, Frightmares podcast, uh, Twitter at Frightmares underscore pod. And then if you want to follow me on Letterboxd, I am Dr. Proctor. Uh, streaming on all major platforms, anywhere you can find it, we are there. So give us uh, give us a listen. Google damn that scary. We're very funny. <laughs> and you can see Micah and Greg riding each other's backs yes. on a motorcycle as uh, Corey and <laughs> Michael Myers would. <laughs> My God, this is what I'm telling you. I have no idea how to like. Ugh. Okay, it's evil fine. rides tonight. <laughs> evil comes tonight too. So, well, just click on my my reel because I'm when sure I come, be... I scream Shia LaBeouf. I scream if no one can have her. I can't. Wait, what does he say? If this movie, real quick, if Halloween Ends came out in the late '90s, that would have been Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> What did they say? And when he was leaving the house, he's like, I hope you find love. I hope you find oh, love. Yeah, I hope you find love. <laughs> so I hope that should be our new our new ending. Uh, it's been a goodbye and good die. Where the fuck you say? Say I hope you find love. I hope you find love. That's you find the other thing. I'm changing it. So tell Jake I said it because you know what? I hope you find love. He and he and I are fighting because he put tentacles on my arms and a thing on my face. And I hate it when he does Tentacles that. on your pussy. I liked it. That's platypusada. He put a plot. Well, why? Like, don't fuck with my face. Like, don't do that. He, he knows that. Yeah, it was pretty gross. It wasn't why gross. Why did you just turn into fucking Rosie Perez? The who? The huh? Because I've like, been drinking and I'm tired. Uh, Leave me alone. You're fucking with my face. So don't do that. <laughs> All right. You're no, fucking no, with my face. Don't do that. Oh no, 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 hey, give me a good Zsa Gabor. That's something Zsa Zsa Gabor would say. <laughs> oh. 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 My face oh, is beautiful. You know, because. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That was I good. I hate all of you. Anyways. Ooh, just got um, in here.
I know. Well, anyway, this is a very fucking long Halloween episode, but I hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, Happy but it's still shorter than Art the Clown. <laughs> sure. It's still shorter than fucking Terrifier too, but we love it, Damien. We love you. Yes. Anyways, so on behalf of Doug, on behalf of Micah, on behalf of Austin, goodbye and good die. Or what is it? What I was going to say? What was You the say name? keep it spooky. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I hope I you ho- find love. I hope you find love, all of you. As I sit here and eat my seven pounds of fucking sugar cereal. (laughs) Or whatever he eats in the movie. Doug's scene.